When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And who killed the dog was. Uh, well, I just think... Me, uh... What's going on, Mike? What's happening, man? I'm in Charlotte. Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I'm doing shows, working out material. Because I'm got. i going to do here, Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm at the Comedy Zone for four nights. One show a night. And then uh, Buffalo at the end of the month. Same thing. One show a night, four nights. Working out material. This is the time to come. This. I mean, yeah. Theater gigs are fun. But these are. I had so much fun last night. We got a lot to get into. Uh, But how are you, man? I'm good, man. Yeah? Busy, busy, busy. What's busy? You're working all over the place. We're going to have to make. We're going to have to start making enough money where this is your only gig. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> we're, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. We just we just got another dude. We're doing. I, I'm proud of you and I. I'm proud of you and me and Annie and and I mean, if you really think about it, we started talking about this. What a year and a half ago? A year ago? Yeah, maybe? last uh, last August. Yeah. Start talking about it. And then we met and we're trying to figure things out. And Annie uh, said she put so much confidence in you. And she's like, he's the guy. And I went, all right. And we gave it a shot. And here we are. We went from nothing. And we're, we're over 200,000 subscribers, which for me, I never expected in less than a year. Um, so thanks to you. I want to say thank you, Mike. Hey. It's a it's a team effort, man. We can't do it without the entire team. You know, it's, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah, I put the videos together and stuff, but I mean, everybody has a hand in it. Evan, Annie, yep. you. It's Evan. It's, it's a team. It's a, it's, it's, it's a good team. A, it's I'm a pretty awesome excited about team. it. Yeah, it really is, man. It really, really is. Now, hopefully, we'll reach a point where um, we won't have to do as much stuff from the road and when we do for the you know what though i started thinking about this too like yeah i'm in a hotel room i feel like a lot of the comments i get in the beginning they're like why don't you be perfect you know some people are like why don't you be professional yeah look hard like get your act together look like you're in a studio and now i get more and more like we really like how authentic and how just every day and normal this is but it's still not going to stop me from the studio in florida which is basically my garage um which i tested out it works mm. the internet's good there and i did a uh, po- i did a podcast the other day and i was walking around the garage if i could start pacing and walking around uh, it's going to open up a whole lot of other doors um so here's what i was going to get into today I'm um, gonna get into. Uh, I was in I was in Nashville, Tennessee, with a good friend named John Rich. We'll get into that. I know. Try try not to. 
Is this distracting? Is the bed distracting? No, it's it's just like you said, man. It's real. You know, <laughs> it is you're real. on the road. <laughs> I'm on that the road. plastic on the lamp there? Wait, yeah, look at wait, look at the uh, look at the design. It's just who's who goes. You know, we want people to feel comfortable. So why don't we just put some weird bad color uh, puke? What what color is that? Puke? Is that <laughs> puke drapes? And like, let's match it with a puke wall. And then, well, that's kind of funky and cool looking. Uh, the mirror, but uh, and and look at these pictures. What is that? Who is this lady? That stares at me while I'm sleeping. What it? What is that? What? She's got yeah. an ugly face. Who? Anyway, not quite so. sure who the interior decorators for hotels are, but I guess they went to Home Depot and said, "Let me get midnight vomit color for the walls." <laughs> now, if you go with the midnight vomit color, um, which you know, depending on you know, your taste, it could it can work for a lot of people. Um, we could sell this to you for practically nothing, but the rest is going to cost you a lot of cash. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. Like, oh, you're from the Hilton? Uh, if you want colors, but what? Oh, what's your budget? That low. All right, go with puke. That's going to yep. pukey trays, pukey pictures. That's the way to go. It's a little um, darker than a happy hour vomit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, happy hour vomit. Is that what yeah, you said? Like, I don't know, like midday, you know, midday, happy hour. I don't know. I like, I like that. Yeah, I different like that, shades, like, you know what I mean? Different shades. Yeah, I like that. So, I was, um, before I even get to that, my last week, if you remember, my daughter went away to another country. Um, she started a podcast with her boyfriend they sent it to me i didn't listen to it yet but i want to listen to it and then i'll ask them if if any of you want to follow their journey that's entirely up to you um but I'm, i want to listen to it first like i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm getting into so they landed they're you know they're staying in hostels it's really funny because my my kids grew up and yeah, I gotta say, I'm, I'm really proud of her. I'm really proud of them because my kids, and I do as a bit on stage, we go away. If it's like more than three hours, you know what their question would always be, especially that one? Is this first class? What? Well, if we're, if we're flying to Germany, I mean, that's like a long flight. Like, please tell me we're in first class. Like, can you imagine? But that's, that's what they grew up in. And now to have her, you know, she texted me uh, a week ago and she showed me the rooms they were staying in and they're hostels. And part of me went, if I was, if that was that age, yeah, I, th I think, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'd be that ballsy and daring to be in a room with like people I've never met there's no toilet in there. And the coolest thing was, I'm like, you're all right. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's all good. You know? And the next day she's like, dad, we met people from France, Croatia, 
um, South Africa. There's people from all around the world. We're having such a good time together. Dude, I almost, I feel like part of me feels like that's what we should be hoping and wishing on the next generation. Like, don't push that they have to go to college. Why do you have to go to college? Who created that silly system? Who created the system of, unless you go to college, you're not gonna be able to do X, Y, Z. Where, and that's to make you rich, that's to make you famous, that's to get you a big job, a big career. But where I see a lot more of this youth their new rich and their new um, their 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 new CEOs of the world are experience and meeting people from around the world because the minute you get to meet people from around the world, then you make your own perspective your own perspective, your real life perspective when you talk to someone from that region or you learn news from that region just me living in florida i see i like i always knew news was full-blown dark evil i always felt like it was a fake government to be honest with you it's technically a government that's the propaganda part of the government to sell you on everything and when i started traveling abroad i noticed wow I never learned that part of history. I never learned this part of history. Like I was, I was, um, I had this guy, Jim Jeffries. You guys know Jim Jeffries, the comedian Jim Jeffries. <clears throat> and he came on a radio show of mine. And I, I got really angry with him about a subject. And then I realized, well, he's got a totally different perspective and he comes from a different region. And he has every right to say that. And holy crap, maybe he's right. And what the subject was, was World War II. And he was like, you know, you know, you, you, I can't do Jeffrey's accent. He's like, you know, you blokes think you won the war. Because it was the bloody Russians. The Russians were the ones that lost millions of people. They're fighting in the car. You showed up at the end when they were serving that, like whatever he said. And at first I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? It's like, no, they teach you history here completely different than what they teach it in Australia, England. They all, they have a completely different perspective where we're taught. And I'm not saying one part of history is right over the other. My point of me saying this is you don't know. We don't. You can't. So you're in school learning about history. Who's writing it? And what's the perspective? We don't know. So I love that the new generation is traveling, even among states. Like I live in Florida. And I want to, this is, this is where I want to show to you. And it has nothing to do, it has everything to do with the channel, but I'm not singling out the channel. I was flying, I was going on a flight, and um, I think I was going to Nashville. And I'm walking to my gate, and as I'm walking to the gate, I just get off the phone with my wife. And by the way, the hurricane, listen, I 
where I live, it's a freaking miracle. The, the, the water came within two feet of my house. But when you leave my area, Naples, Marco Island, Fort Myers, Fort Pierce, Captiva, is it looks like bombs went off. Bombs. It looks like it was repeatedly bombed. And I started seeing it with my own two eyes. And listen, you know, when you watch in the news and you see there's a tragedy, you feel bad, but like you're not, you're not there. Seeing so you're, you're not as emotionally attached, which is fascinating that we'd send our money to Ukraine, a place you've never been to, and no one really cared. But here we are with a hurricane, and you know, it's just that's how that silly game works. But what I'm saying is I'm in it. And my wife's volunteering every day and, you know, through church and you leave my neighborhood and I'm, and I'm going to come back. And when I come back, I'm going to videotape and it's going to be almost two weeks later. And I'm going to show you. There's so many homeless people. And when you think homeless, it doesn't mean, um, you know, panhandling in your head. Homeless means sometimes you see a panhandler, like, hey, we'll work for, I'm talking People that work on every level, their house was wiped out, their cars were wiped out. There's no rental cars. There's no uh, hotel rooms available. There's no Airbnb. And then you have all these people now jacking up the prices because they know people are desperate. And you can try to control that. Oil, but there's so many. Like, there, we have people. We had people in our house. We are friend of ours. We have people in their house and they feel so they're thankful, but at the same time, they're like so unsettled. Like, ah, uh, you know, my wife works in Fort Myers and the, the children's hospital. And I just, we're not complaining because we, we have water now. And, and, but it's just, you know, it's about 45 minutes and then the gas. And it's just like, there's a lot, a lot. And the amount of people that are helping out, volunteering, volunteering their lives, volunteering their time. I went to this mobile home, mobile home park. There's a lot of them in Florida. And I also went to a couple other areas where it's a lot of money. And volunteers show up. These people are old. They're lonely. They're petrified. And we were feeding them. And you, we're doing demolition. What a contractor, we charge them. Which that's another thing. Contract well cost you X, Y, and Z for me to rip the wall out. Where the, we there's a billion churches coming from every direction, and just 15, 20 people helping do what the contractors say they're going to do. Um, the effort. Seeing, I sat with this lady, and she's from Ohio, and she was so scared. And I went, "Are you? You know, it was raining." And I went, "We're feeding people at the thing." I said, "You okay?" She went, "Yeah." I went, "You want me to bring you a meal?" She's like, "Would you do that?" I went, "Of course I would. I'll come right." Okay, your house is. Her number was one thirteen. I said, "I'll be right back. I'll be right back." And I went. I, you know, we put the meal in the thing, and I came back, and I sat with her, and we talked about her life, and she told me about her daughters and their grandkids, and this one's got this issue and her, she lost her husband five years ago and blah, blah, blah. And it's, um, 
it's a beautiful thing to give anyone a hug, to go and talk with them. And you spread that positive, positive energy and that love. And then you have, I want to show you how the demons, and they are demons. They are purposely trying to demonize your thought process. Show them, Mike, this headline that CNN showed that they're spending an hour on. It says, some Black residents feel left out in storm recovery efforts. Some black residents feel left out in storm recovery efforts. Now, let's say that's true, which I'm sure it's true. But they go immediately to divide a black human being with a white human being. That's evil. That is demonic. And that is well planned. That's well planned. Who runs CNN? I, th they should be accountable. They're a disgrace to humanity. You are a filthy disgrace to humanity. You're disgusting. You allow this. You manufacture it. You spread it. And it has zero intentions but to spread hate and division. You're disgusting, CNN. And the reporter is just as disgusting. How dare you? You've just proven that your God is money. You just proved your God is vanity. You just proved you'll do anything to get that paycheck, to get in front of a camera, to be seen by your good side as you help sell hate and division while there are people still there's still bodies that they're looking for people are volunteering to find bodies people from churches from all over florida are helping black white latino asian everyone but do you see what media media is the devil when are you going to wake up and realize that? That is the grossest, grossest, most despicable show of humanity. Who runs CNN? Who is that reporter? Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. They seek the dark. When so many of us are seeking the light. And there's so much light going on in Florida. So much light. So much beauty. So much love. People are looking for beds. People are looking for a place to sleep. People are trying to figure, you know what kind of stress that brings? You know what kind of stress that brings? You got two kids. The, kid, the guy that 
runs the coffee shop I go to. They're a young couple, two children, three years old and an infant. They don't have a home. Show that headline again. And this, this, show that, Mike. This is what you're selling. You ain't selling hope. You ain't selling God. You ain't selling morality. You ain't selling anything but hate. Black people hate those white. You see how the white man holds you down? You're disgusting, CNN. I spit on you. That's what I do to CNN. And if you watch them, you're just as despicable. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. We need love, man. We need love. And I don't care if it's whatever corporation, because I'm going to show you something else real soon. I'm going to show you something else in a video real soon. Doesn't matter what channel you watch. Unless it's spreading purity, love, truth, integrity. We don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. The people of Florida don't have time for it. I don't think anybody has time for it anymore. I really don't. I think we're done with it. But we need to stop. We need to stop these pigs. I, there's no other. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice. I really am. My wife gets my wife gets upset with me. She's like, stop calling names. But that's I'm venting. And if they're going to vent, I get to vent. Because that's what they do. So be careful. Be careful what you're watching. Be careful what you're letting into your system. Be careful what you're letting into your mind. You got to spread love, man. I had such a great time this weekend. Um, it wasn't a weekend. I, I, a friend of mine, um, John Rich, country singer, which, by the way, you got to listen to his last song. It is, it's unbelievable. So John Rich calls me up. Hey, Jim, what you doing uh, on October 11th? I said, I don't know. He's like, come on with the house. We're going to have a celebration. And, we, and they had a celebration. Um, it was for, sorry, YouTube, but it was for, it was for Rumble. Uh, Rumble was celebrating his number one most downloaded song, uh, the most downloaded song which I believe premiered on Rumble. And um, me, him, Frankie Ballard, and a bunch of, I saw my friend Jack Vale there, um, which everyone thinks I'm Jack Vale, by the way. I came off the plane in Charlotte, North Carolina. No, 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 in Nashville, Tennessee. The guy comes up to me, bags clean. He's like, hey, man, I don't want to blow your cover, but uh, I'm a big Jack Vale fan. I, went, I am too, but I'm not Jack Vale. And I go, I know Jack Bale, and me and Jack always crack each other up. I'm like, Jack, I got another one thinks I'm you. He's like, Jim, I got another guy asking me to do Go Boy. Um, it just, so I go there, and, and everyone's really cool, and um, we're mingling. And I start talking to Aaron Lewis, and we all started talking about how to get more morality, how to get more faith, and how to get more togetherness in. 
And we started immediately talking about like, Jim, what do we do for Florida? And it wasn't just raising money. It was like, well, what do they really need? Let's figure out what they really need. What do they really need? I mean, simple things like beds, uh, you know, a, a, a washer, a dryer. I don't even know what, you know, a car, uh, a car, uh, a chair, clothes. They, you know, a lot of these people don't have the money to rebuy all this. Um, and, you know, John's like, well, I got this friend and that friend, and he's ahead of this. And, and, and me and Frankie started talking about doing something. And, and, and the next thing you know, and sometimes at those events, what will happen is the next day, you know, we had a great time. But immediately, we all started texting each other the next day, and we're still all working on it really hard, really hard. And that's done through love and morality and just what you can do. And not everyone can do that. I ain't asking any of you to do anything. I'm not asking you to do anything. Um, this is just, again, about good over evil, light over dark. Put some light on the cockroaches. <laughs> Today at CNN, today we got to try to create more racial division. We've got the uh, elections coming up, so we need to really work on the uh, black and white situation. And uh, can we get the gays stirred up somehow? Maybe the LGBTQ too. Uh, you know, maybe we can get a, an abortion thing. How about abortion? That's going to be a great little bit. How about war? War. How about we have war? Putin nuclear war. <laughs> Boy, they're doing a good job, those demons. Um, actually, this all started with my daughter starting to travel. <laughs> um, so, yes, this event should be we're, – we're working on something. We're working on something. I'm doing my best. I did reach out to people, and I don't expect anything from them. Um, And I don't know how you help. You know, look up more church stuff. Be honest with you, I trust more the. Uh, there's also like some cool funds. Like uh, I'm gonna find some funds that I somewhat trust because a lot I don't trust the Red Cross. I'm just being honest with you. I don't I don't trust big organizations like that. I'm sure they're a great organization when they're that big. I just don't trust them. I, don't, I think the CEO makes a. I, I don't know what the CEO CEO of. Um, that company makes, but I like to know if it's a big wad of money. And if it is, I don't trust them. So I just saw my own two eyes, all different churches that I'm not even affiliated with. And I'm not saying you should go to church and I'm not saying you should do whatever. Apparently a lot of those people are extremist. Um, but I saw the extremist actually helping lives with my own two eyes, hugging caring, taking people in, doing work in one day with 40, 50 of them, what the government would come up and show up and take weeks and months for because they need to send their money and create a war with your children, not theirs, your children, your life, not theirs, but yours. So... Here's another goofy thing. Oh, now let's get a little, let's lighten it up a little bit. 
while I, my oldest daughter went off to the other country and started her journey. Um, and again, I'll let you know about the, uh, about their podcast. Um, my younger swan said, dad, I want to go to uh, my friends going to post Malone and, um, is there any way we can get a ticket? So I call my agency, my guy, Pete, but he never got back to me. I asked him and he never got back to me. That's right. I might have to call him on the air and figure this out, put him on the spot. Um, I also call him about a benefit. I'm like, hey, man, let's talk about a benefit. He hasn't called me back. Maybe, maybe he's going through something. I'll have to call him after the show. So turns out, now I toured with Metallica. Uh, name dropper, name dropper. Name dropper. He just dropped the name Metallica. Uh, two years ago, I toured Two years ago. It was 2019. I don't even remember anymore. I toured with the band Metallica. It was one of the great, oh my God. It was, I, I can't even tell you. James reached out to me and he's like, hey man, would you want to, would you want to tour with us? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I thought I was going to be doing whatever it was and stand up, whatever. And I also think whatever, whatever that band goes through or whatever headlines they get, whatever. I just know at that time for them to reach out to me and I was, I, you know, I was going through stuff with my wife. I was still worried about, you know, just got the, he was, they were one of, they were one of the first people I told about D's situation. We flew out, tell them and which now she's off the trial. And I feel like that also was a big part of bringing me out, whatever, whatever scenarios, I toured Metallica. And while I was toured Metallica, I had, um, I had uh, um, this guy on stage with me, video camera, and he'd show me on the screen, which that's another thing. People ask, you know, how did it come about? Well, once I got asked to tour with them, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue what I was doing. So, I kept asking, like, what do you want? They're like, yeah, we want like a, like a party. We want like um, maybe people, like, I don't know, you just, uh, you know, it's kind of different. Do, uh, do, do shtick stuff, but not stand up. Like, just kind of, like, what? I don't understand. What you, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And I, once I figured it out, it was the greatest gig ever. But I remember I was stressing out over this gig. I'm like, I'm a Metallica fan. How I how would I react if I was watching some guy come out before Metallica? Because I'm already annoyed. Anytime I saw Metallica, whatever band was opening up, I was already aggravated. I was already aggravated. Again, I'm like, who's who's opening? Oh my god! How long are they on for? Well, they do have that one song. Well, you, they'll probably do it last. So let's let's just walk in the arena to see the last song and then hang out. Like I can't imagine what it's like to walk in an arena and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome not a band but a guy who's going to talk to you and please be respectful." 
I would, I, back in the day, if I was 17, 18, with a dangling cross earring and a denim painted Judas Priest jacket on my back, I would have just been, the minute you came out, I would have both middle birds flying, get off the stage! You suck! I think I did that to Ingve uh, Mountstein, to open up for ACDC, Who Made Who. I was just like, get off the stage! Bring up Angus. Bring up, bring up Isaac. So I, I definitely put myself in a fan's point of view where me coming out, the fans are like, Jim Brewer, like you stand up, but get off the stage. I'm here to see Metallica. So I'm freaking out. I don't know how I'm supposed to pull this off. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I know Lars is really creative, the, the drummer of Metallica. I've had really great times with Lars. Deep conversations, too, um, back in the day. And I fly out to San Francisco, and I pretend I'm doing something. I say, hey, Lars. I ask him a month. I say, are you around in June? Because I'm going to be in San Fran. I would love to talk to you about what I'm working on, blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, yeah, I'm here, X, Y, Z, like June 1, 2, 3. I went, oh, my God, I'm going to be there, too. I had no intention going there. I just want to lock down dates when he was there. And I get reminded, hey, man, you're still going to be around on this June. I tried my gig. It was going to be awesome. And I'm meeting so-and-so. And I get out there and I say, hey, you want to meet? He goes, yeah, let's meet. We meet at uh, his worker's house. His worker's house. Beautiful place overlooking San Francisco Bay. And he, and he, he comes up these stairs and we're sitting up there. And, and, he, and I said, uh, he goes, like, what brings you here? I said, can I be up straight up with you, man? What? What, what am I doing? Like, why'd you ask me to do this tour? And he goes, this is what he said. He goes, you know, Jim, we've, I've watched you for so long. He goes, I feel like you know how to read a room. And you kind of go with that flow. It's really, so that's what we're hoping to get. Like, we want the fans to have a fan experience. And he said, he goes, every time we have a band, like, we're excited. We want to get the band out there. The fans are, you know, the fans are like, like me. Like me. I don't want to watch the other band. I think my most exciting band, I loved Volbeat when they, but and he goes, this is, this is the moment when Lars changed my whole perspective and he gave me such freedom. He goes, you know, tell them how we met. What, how do you know James? How do you know the band? How long, the, the, the things we've done together. Bring them in on that. And he goes, but the most important thing, you don't have to be funny. Don't, don't think you have to be funny. Just, just keep them entertained. And that changed the whole perspective. So he goes, then Lars goes, and again, say whatever you want about the band and, oh, you know, Napster, whatever. I'm just telling you. He goes, tell me what you need. And I said, my first concern is, is this, 
is this the st the stage is in the middle? Because yeah, yeah. All right. So that's like a that's like the lion tamer coming out. I'm losing section 108. The lions are roaring in section 380. Oh, oh, oh. That a comedian needs to be facing, and I need to be facing the lions. So I go. A lot of my stuff relies on my facial expressions. Do you have screens? Is there any way you can get screens? And um, he goes, yeah, we can. Hold on a second. He picks up the phone. This is such a rock star. This is what you see in movies. He goes like this. He's, he's on the phone. He goes like this to me. He goes, hey, what are you doing, Lars? Hi, Log. I'm with Jim Brewer, and um, you know he's coming out with us on the tour. Because uh, Jim is asking about screens. Do we have Do we have screens that people could see Jim when he's on stage? Was uh, no, not the time being. It's like, can we get them? Like, the, you know how we did with the with the black tour and we'd be backstage and stuff. Can we go, we want to be able to go live and put that up. Is that, is that within the means? He goes, yeah, 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 we could do that. Um, yeah, if you could do that, that'd be amazing. How many camera guys do we have? Can we get a camera guy that's on gym the whole time? Even if he roams backstage? Yeah, we could do that. He looks at me, he goes, is there anything else you think you need? I'm like, Elephants? I don't know. Cannons? He would have got whatever I wanted. He goes, thanks, John. And he hangs up and he goes, if you need anything, this is what Lars said, if you need anything, any type of help, please tell me I will get it done, especially if other people say no and you believe in it. You're the talent. I'm not going to tell you how to do your talent thing. That is an incredible, unegotistical thing to say. That is an incredible, unself-righteous thing to say to another person, to another. To that is, and I, I I'll, and I'll, I will forever be thankful to Lars Ulrich for that. I really will. So I show up on the tour and I get this guy from Boston, Johnny from Boston. And no, John, not you from Patreon. I got a Patreon guy named John. We call him, uh, we got our own name for him and all that, which by the way, on Patreon, we're going, uh, dude, you guys are going to be hopped up. I'm working out really cool stuff. Uh, we're live streaming. Um, it's too late for you guys. We live streamed last night on Patreon, but uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So, anyway, um, so Johnny from Boston, right? He's like, I'm your camera guy. So whenever, and love this guy instantly. We instantly hit it off. I'm a Long Island guy. He's from Boston. We started getting to know each other. Um, he's got a tough, but he's great, just a great human being. And we'd start laughing. I'd start messing with him at the camera. He'd be getting, then, I, it, then we'd be doing the live shows. And I, 
I made him work, boy. He'd be sweating his ass off like I'm going in the crowd. So please don't say I'm going in the crowd. Let me get security. We don't need security. I'm going in the crowd, Metallica. And I would I'd be all over the place. I'm like, we're going backstage. We go, we're going backstage. I'm like, go backstage and all this jazz. Um so Johnny was amazing, absolutely amazing. So to the point where he worked with the director named Gene. Gene was the director um, of Metallica for that tour. And it, it God, it was such a, it was, it was just a great time. So to the point where when I had to film, somebody had to say it, the comedy special, I asked some production companies and they were all like, oh, you know, it's going to cost this and that, that, blah, 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 and did the thing and that thing and I'm creative. And I went, yeah. And I, I called uh, the production manager, Metallica, and I said, do you know anyone that'd be into a special? Johnny. Johnny films the special with Gene. And just to see John and Gene, you know, we just toured for a while. To, oh, shoot. Sorry. What did I do there? Shoot, there we go. Sorry, we just toured together. It was, it was awesome, and they did a killer job, killer job with somebody. Somebody has first time they filmed comedy. So a couple months ago, my daughter asked, "Hey, can you get me Post Malone tickets?" See, you didn't think I was coming back to this story. I heard some guy, there's, I had, I saw a comment like, "You know the problem, Brewer? I realized takes forever to get to the point." That's called the journey. It's called entertainment. Um, and yes, I do take a while, but I do come back. We do come back, and we're coming back. Johnny reaches out, and he's like, Brewer, oh my God, the comedy special is is taken off on you. Congrats, bro. This is really cool. I went, yeah, we're blasting through a million. This is like the first month. We just blast through a million viewers, algorithms, YouTube. Oh my God, YouTube Centerplex, really cool. I love being, everything's amazing. Um, so I call him, hey man, how you been? Da da da. Because how you doing? I'm like, ah, you know, how old is your, this kid, that kid? And um, I go, I'm trying to, you know, my daughter wants to go to his concert. And she's, she's like, what concert? I said, hey, he's going to Post Malone. He goes, you need a ticket? Like, yeah, I asked my agent. He hasn't gotten back to me in, a, in like a month. And he goes, bro, I don't work for Metallica anymore. I said, what do you, everything? He goes, yeah, I got offered uh, to direct the Post Malone concert. I went, what? Are you serious? He goes, yeah, I'm touring. I'm the director. I'm the director of the Post Malone concert. He goes, and I'm working with Gene. What? what? So I got set up. Backstage, blah, blah, blah. Mike shitting out. Listen, I ain't gonna lie to you. Let me blatantly honest. I don't know any Post Malone songs. Zero. Has nothing, nothing against him. Nothing against him. I just, I don't, I don't really know any. I knew he'd show up at a Metallica concert one day. And my kids were like, oh my God, you met Post Malone? hate you right now hate you right now um here show the picture so i show mike this and mike you were hopped up 
Yeah, man, that's uh, that's pretty cool, man. It's it's uh, it, like like you said, like you don't know any of his songs, and to see you two together is like, that's pretty cool. I'm wearing a Johnny Cash shirt. He's wearing a moom. What is that? Is that a moomoo? Looks like it. Would it is it a moomoo? And I, I post. I ain't being. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm being honest. I didn't really look at his outfit till now, and he was having a good time. He was having a good time. I think he was off the next day. And I tell you what, man, he's uh, the director. John was really talking him up. He was like, he's working on a rock album. He he had such incredible things to say about him. Uh, I, I he's like he's a good he's a good guy. He's uh, he's really really wants to be working on real music and 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 stuff like that. And the guy here's a here's a here's a video of the show. He just came out. He's going nuts out. He's definitely not going for the uh, over-the-top sex appeal, I'll tell you that. He, he made that statement right away. He's got the, the, the shorts on where he's kind of just strolling. But it was we got to meet him afterwards. I introduced my daughter. He was extremely polite, extremely um, kind. But I want to say the best part, though, was most of the time. Uh, so, yeah, I got, I got hooked up with the Post Malone show. I was backstage watching on the monitor. And then once in a while, I go out and watch and all that jazz. Uh, and it's just so funny because the Post Malone concert, you know what I remember the most? Talking with John about family. We started to because we we have all daughters and we started sharing stories on boyfriends we weren't particularly fond of. And he goes, I don't know if I should say this. He goes, Ah, dude, it's bad. Uh, bro, it was bad. Right out of the gate, took one kid, plow right through the plywood. I started howling howling with laughter. I said, are you serious? He goes, oh, right. I just put it up to bump done right through the wall. He still has all day. It was bad. I go, all right, then I feel better for smashing cars. And you don't know, man, I'm, I'm totally making the story up. Maybe you're going to have to see me live to catch the full entertainment story. Um, so that's been my last couple days. I'm working on material in Charlotte, Raleigh, North Carolina, um, also, uh, and then Buffalo. I'll be having fun there, too. I'm going to live stream tomorrow. More Than Me, the documentary with my dad. Uh, thanks to some of the Patreon members. They really, I always ask them for ideas. We, we Zoom call together, and, and they give me some cool ideas. And I got the guy who filmed More Than Me with me. Uh, he sent us all the files, and we're going to premiere it uh, hopefully on YouTube. They've been treating me very well, and um, and hopefully you can learn something from it. It's pretty, you know, you laugh, it's deep, it's all that jazz. So I'm working on that, and then again, I'm not going to tell you about Florida and who you should, if you want to help, if you really want to help, 
do some serious research. Don't just give money to a fund that you know nothing about. Look to see what they're really doing. Um, don't get don't get involved in politics. And I'm begging you, don't watch the demons that run media. And the same people that own Fox also own CNN. The great professional wrestling trick. And a lot of you don't believe that, but that's okay. If they're all funded by the same people. So be careful because it's going to amp up with the elections. and uh, They're really going to amp up your emotions, your hatred. And they're going to try to divert your beautiful energy that you have inside you. We all have pain in our lives. We all are suffering from something. But there's also a beautiful, powerful light inside you that's just waiting to be nurtured like a plant. Turn the TV off. Get out of this circus. You know, you're gearing up for your Sunday football, the big baseball playoffs. It's entertaining, but it's also part of the Roman Empire circus to divert your attention and numb you. It numbs you. People fight over ball games. Think about that. They violently, viciously argue and fight and pay tons of money to put all their emotions into that. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying you need to start recognizing when your emotions are being controlled. There's a lot of beauty inside you. There's a lot of beauty inside me. Stop watching the news. They're not here to love you. And they're not here to spread love. And until they do, they don't get any support. Not from me. You're either coming with a good intention or a bad intention, a loving intention or a hate intention. And I see nothing but hate from them. Nothing but hate. And we ain't got time for that this moment in, in life when you got drug companies. I don't know if this is a true fact. I'm just saying uh, I, I, I've seen, uh, you know, the fact that I even have to preface this like that is disturbing and disgusting. But you've seen a certain company admitted, no, we never tested anything. Sorry. Whoops. So what are you going to do about it? That's their attitude. Everyone that locked you down, everyone that, that's their attitude. Sorry. What are you going to do about it? Sorry, we didn't test. Oh, um, whoops. <laughs> Shut up. If they talk to you like that, maybe you maybe you get a little more emotionally involved. Oh, I'm sorry. Did um, did you lose someone? You couldn't hug them before the end, and half your family turned on you because we told them it was dangerous. But you you listened. You listen. I know that I know they said we tested. I know they gave the stats. I know that. 
But see, this is what you got to understand about money. When it comes to money, all bets are off. If the chair company hires me, and I'm a scientist, to learn the great effects of this chair and how everyone should listen, well, guess what? I'm going to, as a scientist, tell them everything they need to know to sell their product. Yeah, we test it. It's true. We just know how to manipulate the words. We manipulate the words because we've been studying you for a long time. And yeah, sorry, we didn't test. So get on with your life. Maybe if they said it that way, you'd react a little different or be a little more aware. Be careful who you're idolizing. Be careful who you trust. And be careful what's controlling your emotions. Bring out your light. Bring out the true humanity. Stop waiting for the handout and start working together. I love you, man. I love you guys more than you could ever know. Humanity's only here in one shot. Why don't we just try a little better? That's all I'm saying. Turn it all off. We'll see you next week on the Bruniverse. Mike, good hanging out, bro. Yeah, man, it was fun, dude. Take care, brother. You too, man. This is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast, and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and I have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there.